This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack was on Capitol Hill today defending the Agriculture Department's use of the Commodity Credit Corporation to incentivize climate-smart practices across the country. USDA used CCC funds to launch the Partnership for Climate Smart Commodities program, which is offering grants for pilot projects across the country and in many different facets of agriculture. Vilsack was challenged on USDA's use of the fund. Our farmers and ranchers feel like how you're using the CCC is outside of the law. And I think that, that we need to uh, be able to better understand that. That's Kansas Republican Roger Marshall, who told Vilsack he was still waiting for a response to a letter he sent outlining concerns about the use of the CCC for the program nearly a year ago. But Vilsack argued farm groups were original champions of the partnership's effort. Senator, with all due respect, when we did the Partnership for Climate Smart Agriculture uh, initiative, we had the Farmer and Rancher and the Food Alliance, which was made up of the major commodity groups, Farm Bureau, National Farmers Union, corn growers, soybean growers. In fact, they are participating as participants in this effort. Say to us two things. One, Mr. Secretary, do this. Do it in a voluntary, incentive-based, market-based way. And two, Mr. Secretary, fund it through the CCC. These are the major farm organizations telling us how to fund this. Vilsack later told Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley he was comfortable with the use of the CCC for this program and also criticized the Trump administration's use of the fund. And the difference between the way we're doing this and the way the Trump administration, we will never put at risk the farm, serv- the, the, the farm bill programs. That's what happened before. They basically drained the account. And then you all had to fill it back up again. We're, not, we're, not, we're never going to do that. Ever, ever, ever going to do that. Grassley twice acknowledged he was not as critical of the Trump administration's use of the CCC. Vilsack also addressed questions about USDA's changes to the Thrifty Food Plan. On the subject of nutrition, Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow opened the gathering warning against broad spending cuts in that title. Spending on nutrition programs does not rob resources from other Farm Bill programs, just as crop insurance doesn't rob resources from other programs when disasters hit and spending goes up. But threats that we are hearing from some, certainly not agricultural leaders, but some in the House of reckless mandatory budget cuts will result in cuts to all Farm Bill programs, and I know that's something that no one in this committee once. Steve Davies has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. The cost of doing business has many farmers taking another look at their calculator this year. Agripulse's Hannah Peggle has more. Farmers are concerned about production costs in 2023. That's according to Matt Erickson, who is an agriculture economist and policy advisor with Farm Credit Services of America. He says higher costs in production are causing added stress among producers. It's higher fertilizer prices, chemical prices, seed prices, anything that it takes to put that input that needs to be purchased to grow that crop. Farmers are going to have uh, concerns because prices are higher. And that also includes cash, cash rents as well. So all those different things, all those different production costs have increased for producers. 
Erickson says he encourages producers to plan ahead and take on the volatility of the market. What gets impacted by margins quite a bit and talked about a lot is the downside, you know, risk that volatility brings. But we also have to remember that it's a two-way street and that there's upside opportunity within volatility that producers have the opportunity to take advantage of. And so when I talk with customers and basically talk with farmers across the country in general, you know, I always often remind them the better that we plan, the better that we focus on our cost and revenue structure, then we can take advantage of those upside opportunities within the volatile uh, environment that 2023 could bring. According to the Department of Agriculture, production expenses have increased more than 33 percent over the last five years. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Tell the Securities and Exchange Commission not to regulate farmers like Wall Street. Ask your lawmakers to support the Protect Farmers from the SEC Act. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.